Time now for News Talk WANI Sports. Brought to you by Top Hat Chimney Sweeps. If you have a chimney, make sure it's inspected by the best. Top Hat Chimney Sweeps of Auburn. With 20 years of experience, they are the pros. Max Roundtable Mondays is what we are doing today. Daryl Dappers joins me on the WANI Hotline. Daryl, good morning, sir. Good morning, and right off the bat, I would like to wish a happy belated Mother's Day to all the mothers out there that are listening to your show, and I uh, hope they had a great, relaxing day yesterday and enjoyed themselves. They very, very much deserve it. It was a special time in the in the uh, in, in your house because uh, you now are a granddad. Do you are you going to go by granddad or grandpa or papa or? Uh... All right, you're ready. This is going to be great. Now, okay. Great radio. <laughs> I'm going by Big Papa. I love it. Uh, made famous by the notorious B.I.G. Now, I've got Italian ancestry, so Papa's kind of a big Italian deal. Right, right. But, you know, I want her to be singing the song, I love you when you call me Big Papa. Yeah. She's little, but yeah, I'm going by Big Papa. Now, my daughter wants to cut that off and just say Papa, but we'll see how that works out. <laughs> yeah, that's my, my, that's my official grandfather name is big papa i love it that is uh you, it's a uh, it's always fascinating when somebody has a baby in the family what they what they go by it's it's i've told people there go there's as much that goes into the grandparents names as it does into choosing the kid's name that just got born yes and people don't believe that until they it actually happens we had a one of our sales uh girls here she uh, she just had her child last week, and that was the thing. I said, uh, what are you going to do with the grandparents? And she goes, we hadn't really thought about that. I said, this is huge, man. Y'all got to and, – and she had the baby last Monday, so I hope they figured something out. Well, it's important because one of my favorite comedians did a skit where he said, I don't understand where all these kids are getting these names. He said, I know somebody that names their – that calls – it's Mima and Pee. Mm-hmm. And she said, "He said this guy stormed the beaches of Normandy in 1944, <laughs> and you're and you're calling him PP. Yeah, it, it was a, it's a funny skit, but it's it's true. There's so many cool names, you know, and and down in different regions of the country, obviously have different um, names that they have for their grandparents. So mm-hmm. that's always cool. It's a cultural thing. I will say this, and if he's listening, he's he's going to think this is so appropriate. So my dad, when we had our first. I asked him, I said, what do you want to be called? And, of course, him being a K-12 through principal, Mr. Serious, the entire time that I was growing up and, and under his roof, he goes, I want to be called Granddaddy. I said, well, there that's – I said – No nonsense. I said, that's so original, Dad. That's what we'll do. So that's what he, <laughs> that's what he got right. stuck with. <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, so it's phenomenal. Well, I tell you what, Daryl, we got uh, all kinds of stuff going on. The SEC baseball season is wrapping up. Uh, there's a chance for Auburn to make a move. Uh, we've got portal news coming in as Auburn's picked up a wide receiver. They've looked at a couple other people have got Auburn on their radar as far as football is concerned. Basketball portal. It's been a, been a while since you and I visit. So, uh, we got Auburn basketball that's picked up a, a portal guy out of Moorhead State. And there's more to come, more than likely, as uh, we're still waiting on a decision uh, from a four-star that could be joining the team as well. So it's a busy time in athletics, even though people wouldn't think so. It is. We we kind of predicted this a couple weeks ago last time we spoke, that the portal was going to start to get hot and heavy. Let's talk about football first. Dazzling Warsham, who's got the greatest name in the SEC, mm-hmm. transfers from Miami to Auburn in the transfer portal. He's a Hewitt Trustful kid where Auburn seems to really be 
focusing and honing in on Javarius Johnson, Hewitt Trustful, Sean Jackson, who just got a scholarship, the big walk-on fullback, Amari Kelly, who Auburn signed in this last recruiting, mm-hmm. recruiting class, and now Dazzle and Warsham. And here's the thing with Warsham. Dinged up, nicked up, hurt, typical, prototypical diamond in the rough that was running in the spring with the first team at Miami, but he's just not had a, really had a chance to prove himself. He's got four years to play at Auburn, and I think with his speed, he's not a kid that I think is going to make an immediate impact, but it's similar to going out and getting a four-star in the recruiting class of 2022 is what it is. No, You're looking at yeah, him for I, 23 I, and beyond. I completely yeah. agree. Uh, I, you know, people have – if there's anybody that should be upset, it should be Mario Cristobal because he he thinks that he's got a he's got one of his one receivers out there, and as soon as spring's over, of course, we, you and I talked about that. A lot of players are going to do that, and I think his was to move home, and his was going through spring and doing well to get some stuff on tape that some people could see, or that at least prove to himself that he could be running with the ones and be completely back from injury, and that would help him as far as telling coaches. Uh, places he was looking to go that, hey, I'm good, I'm solid, I'm good to go, you you know, look at me in spring. Um, but he goes through spring, uses spring as a, uh, let's just call it a, a springboard or a diving board to kind of launch himself into the portal and get picked up by Auburn. And, and good for him because these are instances, Daryl, where people complain about the portal. I like it. He wanted to get back home. He was able to use his spring to better his resume, where you, he could say, I was going to be a one at Miami going into the fall, so I would love to come be a part of your program, and he was able to get closer to home. And true, and look, there's two. there was two really what I would consider position of needs at Auburn going into after spring ball ended in the, in the A-Day game. That was wide receiver and edge rusher. And I would be shocked if Odia Isabor, who's mm-hmm. a UCLA transfer edge guy three star out of st mary's high school in phoenix uh a really traditional power uh program out there Mm -hmm. and i know of what i speak because my junior year and my senior year they knocked us out of the state playoffs in football once in the state championship once in the semifinal so i see the name st mary's and i get ptsd but he's he's a guy that is a really athletic edge and you're not asking him to come in again. It's a depth thing. He's there to spell Derek Hall and Leota. Mm-hmm. And you put a little bit of weight on him, you get – you get. I think that's a good pickup. I think you'll see him commit probably as early as this week. And then I don't know if Auburn's willing to take another offensive lineman or not. They may. There's a kid uh, that they're looking at from Arizona State. And then there's one more receiver, Landers, who uh, originally was recruited by Auburn uh, and was was signed with Georgia and was recruited by Notre Dame, Auburn, Alabama. He trans he ended up transferring to Toledo. Had a great year in Toledo last year. He's still on Auburn's radar and is the Pearsall kid from Arizona State. So there's Spencer Novel Novell, I think, is the offensive lineman they're looking mm-hmm. at. So there's four more targets that they have out there. I'd be shocked to see out of those four if Auburn didn't get at least two. And then switching to the basketball side, of course. Janai Broom uh, signs with Auburn. Big, mm-hmm. big pickup from Moorhead State. Plug and play into the five. Julian Phillips, I think May 12th, the five-star uh, small forward down to Tennessee at Auburn by all intents and purposes. He, he's looking at uh, committing May 12th. I think if, if, he, if he signs, commits May 12th, then Auburn's done. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, if he doesn't, I think Auburn looks for three in the transfer portal that can light it up, a really, really good wing shooter. But I don't think they'll get that wing shooter that I thought they would get when the portal season started that was immediate plug-and-play guy if Phillips signs. I did find it interesting, and I'm, I'm proud of you for saying his name right, and Janai, uh, that, that's coming in from more. And the reason being is because I don't know if you saw this. He, you know, he played for Moorhead for two years. You talking about the banquet? Uh, yes. Three? Yes. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, that's just not acceptable. It, it is. <laughs> it, I mean, with all the information we have out there now, I mean, that is totally unacceptable. So, uh, it, it, I did, he did kind of take it tongue in cheek. He did put the smiley faces and laughing faces after the tweet that he, that he put on there. But you got to think that he's sitting there thinking, well, I made the right decision. Um, yes. And, yes. and so, uh, he will, he will be, he's not going to be a Walker Kessler. I don't think that anybody is going to be a Walker Kessler. I mean, that's just, you're talking about it. But he is going to be a little more athletic. In my opinion, uh, getting up and down the floor, not quite as, he's going to be a little bit faster than Walker. He is a back-to-the-basket type guy. But people that say that, oh, we're going to drop off, he still was averaging like three and a half, four blocks a, a game. Like he's still. But defensively, there may be a little bit of a different type of rim protector mentality. Mm-hmm. But I would be shocked, as much as I love Walker Kessler, he was limited what he could do offensively right around the basket. Mm-hmm. I think Broom is going to be a guy that's going to be more diverse around the basket and may end up potentially being a higher points-per-game guy than Kessler was. And, of course, that's by default, too, because, you know, Jabari Smith was going to take a lot of shots. He's gone. Mm-hmm. So so Broom can can benefit from not having to split. You know, Kessler had to take some of, of, of Smith's shots and vice versa. So, uh Again, too, I'm telling you, all I keep hearing and keep seeing on a lot of reports via social media out in Arizona, their media, is don't sleep on Chance Westry. That this kid has a has an opportunity to come in as a freshman at the two guard or the three and get significant minutes with the way he scores the basketball. And they said he is a lockdown defender. And you know that's something that Bruce Pearl really, really covets. Oh, there is no doubt whatsoever. And I and I totally think that that's, that's going to happen. That was one – it's funny you said that on reports and that kind of thing. That was one of the things that really stuck out in my mind. I guess it was about a week and a half. It may have been just last week. It, everything starts running together now where they said, hey, by the way, under the radar, you got a four-star coming in that's probably going to be one of the best ball players on the club. Yeah. I mean, I, and that's the difference with with this day and age compared to when I grew up with college basketball. You see freshmen, you think, oh, two years before he makes an impact. It's not that way now, especially now Westry's not a one-and-done, but he will come in and he can make an impact as a freshman. A lot of the one-and-dones, like Jabari Smith, made an impact as a freshman. These days of uh, until they're sophomores, juniors, it's it was rare back then. The Ralph Sampsons, the Sean Elliotts, the Patrick Ewings, the Michael Jordans, in the 70s and 80s, you didn't see a lot of guys make impact as freshmen. You will now, and the, and I, I see this kid sharing minutes with KD Johnson, mm-hmm. and then you've got Green and Zepp sharing minutes. And so what happens is, just my opinion, last year you would see a drop off. You know, it's certain times of the basketball game if Auburn had a substitute, flow would change. I don't think you're going to see that. I think four deep at the guard position. Flanagan playing the three, if Phillips signs playing the three, I think you're going to be able to see a lot of too deep, no drop off, play at a phonetic pace like Bruce wants to, and uh, it's going to be exciting. The, the depth this year, in my opinion, especially if Flanagan comes back, 
over that injury and plays like the Flanagan of two years ago could be significant. Auburn could be very special. You know, that, special that's year. what uh, that that's one thing that Bruce was quoted uh, again. It may have been last week, the week before, where they were asking about his team and 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 some of the some of the people that he may be getting even even uh, a little bit later on. And he said, as of now, team wise, we could be better than what it was last year because number one, that these other guys have had a chance to be in the system for a year, so they know what to expect. But number two, the people that you have coming in are going to be super athletes that are going to be coming in. So uh, it should be interesting because I think this, the expectations are going to be a lot higher uh, for for Auburn than what they were last year. A lot of people forget that. Auburn didn't start out great as far as uh, being preseason ranked. And so it should be interesting to see uh, where everybody goes. As far I, I think a lot of it has to do with uh, come to 12th. If we see uh, Auburn get even better as far as, like you said, yeah. the guard position uh, when that announcement is made. I will say this, uh, speaking of guards, I don't know if you saw over the, uh, uh, the quote over the weekend from Rick Barnes out of uh, Tennessee uh, with Justin Powell putting his name in the transfer portal. Shocked. I mean, Anytime you play at nine high schools in three years and then you move on to a college, that, that's just, uh, and I hate to say this, and, and we know unofficially not going, there, there are outside forces that are in play here is why this kid keeps moving. And it ain't this kid. It has to do with this kid's, somebody with the kid's same last name. And he had problems at Auburn with that, helicopter parent type scenario, wanting him to play here. Play, the same thing happened in high school. And it's a shame because he's not going to get any kind of consistency or continuity until he gets to the program and stays there. No, and the thing is, is the kid's got such a great shot and could be a great, you know, two, three somewhere as far as a kickout guy that could. I mean, he, he honestly, Daryl, he had a lot of potential when he came to Auburn. As I thought, you know, this is this is the Scotty Pullman, but a little bit bigger that Auburn needed. This is that kickout shooter, somebody that. You can have your athletes drive and find him somewhere on the wing, and and he's he's just got a great stroke, and he can and he can hit shots. You know, will he be a little bit of a liability on defense? Yes, because we we even saw that even at Tennessee. Uh, and as you said, his family has just really just mentally got to mess this kid up. In my, I kind of as bad as it sounds, even though people. Former, you know, Auburn Auburn fans and some former players have not spoken well of him. I kind of feel bad for the kid, honestly. Well, I do too. Remember, I, this is important to note that he played out of position last year and still got 12 points a game for yep. Auburn before he got concussed. Um, now, I don't know if we would have went after KD Johnson if Justin Powell doesn't transfer. I don't know the dynamics of that. I do know that a healthy Justin Powell in year two would have been just the medicine and the elixir that Auburn would have needed in the tournament. That was what we were lacking, is that shooting guard, that yep. threat of knocking down the three. And with Zepp and Wendell, Powell would have really helped Auburn this year had he had his head on straight and had he you know, shot the ball and was playing the natural position at the two. Now, again, I'd rather have Katie Johnson because he's a dog. Right, and me because too. Katie's gonna, he may not shoot as much as Powell, but he'll score as much as Powell and he'll defend – Ten times better, and he's a chemistry guy. He's a guy that you're like would go to war with. So at the end of the day, it all works out. Real quick, I know we got to go. The Auburn baseball team mm-hmm. loses another heartbreaking series. You know they they get they get one out of three against number one Tennessee, one out of three against Arkansas, but all's not lost. If Auburn and seeing some projections, and I follow these 
in college baseball, America, that type of thing. Auburn wins, doesn't have to sweep. If they win the series against Alabama and win the series against Kentucky, all projections have them hosting a regional. That's crazy. That's a, that's unbelievable. And we were talking about that a, a little bit earlier uh, with Riley. And so um, off air, I was I was mentioning that to him. And uh, Auburn has played the top teams well. They could get a regional out of it. Because uh, I asked him, I said, they got a sweep this weekend and next weekend? He said, no, not necessarily. So as now, you two said. Two or three. Win both series yeah. and pretty much should host it. Daryl, I know they can find you on the Max Roundtable this week. You guys got any special features going? Are y'all going to be anywhere? I haven't even I haven't even listened to any promos. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think we're going to have any remotes. Like, obviously, a lot of this NIL stuff, I know people are tired of talking about it. It's an ever-evolving thing. Now some rules and some legislations come in to go after boosters, to go after inducement, to try to do what they should have done to begin with, to try to keep it from being a carrot to get a kid to school rather than use it for a student-athlete that's already in school. So, And they're going to go after the student-athlete that gets the inducement and say, you know, you're going to have to talk or there's some eligibility issues that could come into play. So mm. this could – lawsuits could come of this, but I think we're fit, I think we're going to see uh, a little bit of this overcorrection that happened to get to NIL, swing back towards the center with another overcorrection as far as going after boost, boosters, making it not inducement, uh, you know, so much inducement-handed. I absolutely love it, man. As always, I appreciate your time, and uh, tell your daughter happy first Mother's Day from all of us Thanks, up here. Thanks, brother. Ben, you have a great week. Talk to you next time. You got it, my man. Daryl Daprich, Max Roundtable. Mondays is what we do. You can catch Daryl in the afternoons with the rest of the guys. That's on our sister station, ESPN 1067. They would love to have you listen. They cover everything you could ever imagine as far as Auburn and Alabama are concerned. It is it, it is local programming pretty much all day on our sister station, ESPN 1067, and they would love to have you. Positive Thought with Dr. George Matheson. That's next. Talking about issues that matter to you. Auburn Opelika this morning with Ben Taylor.